Hi and welcome back to the podcast. This is episode one of Shooting the Breeze, Chats About Nothing. So we released an intro uh, episode there in the week called 0.5, which was just to give you a bit of feedback on what exactly the show was going to be about. Uh, there's been a slight tweak to it, so um, originally this was going to be a two-glam uh, podcast um, all the time. Uh, unfortunately, due to just work and everything else, we're going to have to um, slightly change the format a little bit. So what I'm going to do is today is going to be um, the uh, wrestling pod. It's going to be mainly focused on the wrestling. We're going to do a quick catch up on the week that was, and then next week, I, on next Wednesday, I'll be recording a podcast with uh, an episode with Chris, um, who would be uh, he'd have a good interest in movies and games and TV and like that. So what we'll do is we'll ask uh, Chris a few questions about the games he's into and the kind of um, you know what what makes a good game to him and that. Um, yeah, so what we're going to do tonight, guys, is we're just going to have a quick chat about what happened in wrestling this week. So we're going to kick off with Raw. So um, when we're reviewing the episodes, we're not going to do it in any particular order, and we're not going to review every segment or anything like that. We're just going to review you know, kind of the talking points. So the funny thing about Raw this week was uh, Randy Orton came out and cut a promo at the real start of it, and then Christian he was interrupted by Christian. Anyone who knows Edge and Christian were partners back in the day, and obviously it was... Um, Christian come back to like to defend the honor of, of his fallen comrade. Uh, what's really funny about this is I actually talked to John, the other uh, <laughs> one of the lads, about this, and he mentioned that he hadn't seen Christian in a while, like a week before, and we we, like, we just had a conversation a couple of days before this, and lo and behold, Christian was back. Uh, actually, we had the chat on Monday, and obviously it was Monday night when he came back. Um, so then, obviously, those of you who follow wrestling know that Christian has uh, retired due to concussion I- issues over the years. So he, Randy Orton laid out a challenge and it was going to be, the whole episode was kind of built around this. So it was like the back and two, w- whether he was going to take them, you know, accept the challenge, get into, into the ring or not. And then you had like people advising him to, you know, not to do it and why he shouldn't do it and etc. So um, it was a full episode long um, angle. And then by the end of it, what happened was he got in the ring and basically gets uh, betrayed by Ric Flair, uh, gets caught, gets a fucking hoof in the nuts and then uh, Orton does the punt kick. Those of you aware of Orton will know that the, the punt kick was something he used to use a lot when he was in the legend killer phase. Kind of did away with it after a while but it's it's been a well protected move. Um, I was speaking to one of the guys and they were saying that they thought that the reason they did it was because it put Edge out of commission that it was a, it was a good tie back to put Christian out to kind of really sell that it was a dangerous move. Uh, Christian sold really well in the ring. The beginning promo was quite hard to listen to though because it did sound very scripted like Edge and Christian were one of the best tag teams um, back in the Attitude Era they were very good talkers very charismatic and it felt really scripted Christian on the mic it was the same last week when he was talking to Edge before the or the week before the Backlash uh, match so it'd be interesting to see if, if they keep that up because they think some of these veterans need to just be given free reign with the mic they know how to talk they've always known how to talk so there shouldn't be any reason why they have to be recorded um, then there was very little talking points from all then the only other one was the Asuka and Jax match got thrown out and Asuka now is, is going to face uh, Charlotte Flair next week um, Asuka is one of the best wrestlers uh, female wrestlers on the roster at the moment and she's been a star of the the whole lockdown uh, performance centre kind of uh, era of WWE because she's actually making noise and she, she just she made it really enjoyable to watch she's one of the few so um, I'm kind of glad that she, the Nia Jax match got kicked out because I don't really want to see her wrestle with Nia Jax too much. Anyone who follows wrestling knows the history that Nia Jax has of injuring wrestlers. So um, it's probably not the worst thing. 
we had more of that messing with the tag teams again with the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders. Really don't care about it at all. Um, so not even going to give it any time. That's going to be it for Raw. Then we also had the, sorry, one more thing for Raw. We had the McIntyre R-Truth against uh, Bobby Lashley and MVP match. Uh, a nice little bit of a stipulation that if R-Truth got pinned that uh, the, uh, McIntyre would lose the title. So it was a nice tie in there. I like in the the action with the two of these and a bit of storyline. MVP has really helped make Bobby Lashley uh, feel important again. The whole stuff with Lana is is a, it's the usual kind of schmoz kind of uh, shenanigans finish that WWE are, are, are prone to doing, which we're going to discuss about in a little bit uh, when we get to NXT. Um, so guys, uh, that was Raw, and then now we're going to hop onto the Wednesday Night Wars. So any of you that follow wrestling know that NXT, AEW, both have shows out on uh, Wednesday night. We're going to start with NXT because, it, uh, in my opinion, NXT was the better uh, overall show this week. So we're going to start off there. Uh, again, no particular order to this, guys. Just going to talk the main talking points. So we had um, Adam Cole out in the ring cutting a promo. Then we had Keith Lee come out. And then we had Johnny Gargano come out. And then we had Balor come out. And there was a lot of talking back and forth. Basically, Regal interrupted and booked a three-way triple threat for the North American Championship next week between Balor, Gargano and for Keith Lee the champion and the winner gets to face Adam Cole for a winner takes all match at the next pay-per-view I believe that it's going to be on um, again smart booking here so the only thing really, it's smart booking in terms of that's going to be a fantastic match Balor, Keith Lee in the same ring and Johnny Gargano it's going to be great to watch unfortunately putting the three of them together I don't understand who's going to come out at the other end because it's if Balor loses, like who takes the pin? It would be the thing I don't I don't get. Unless they did a smallish finish where they did then a fatal four-way for the titles between the four of them, which they could do as well. It'd be different because I don't think they've done something like that in a while in NXT. So that would be kind of fun. Um, and then again, what happens to Karrion Cross? Because uh, the week previous, he um, Scarlett had come out and given the timer. You know, the end of Cole's reign and nothing happened with that. So it would be interesting to see what happens there. Um the best part of NXT this week, and it's one of the reasons why it was my favorite part of the show, was the the guys. Um, oh, sorry, I'm thinking the name now. Brazango. Um, you had Tyler Breeze and Fandango. So Imperium come out to their usual uh, setup, and they have the music playing, and it's fantastic. Like it's a, it's a really uh, great entrance for for any tag team. Come out, do their do their entrance, and then <laughs> the music starts again, and it's the same entrance. With like a dance uh, beat track to it, and instead of um, Imperium coming out, Emporium come out, and you've got uh, Tyler Breeze and Fandango dresses Imperium in Emporium show uh, clothes with a, a blonde wig on and Fandango. Really funny. Uh, I got a real kick out of it, like a real proper pop. Um, thought that was pretty good. Match itself was a good back and two. Tyler Breeze sold for a lot. Uh, Schmal's finish again, which is what I was saying. WWE likes to go to this match finish regularly, so you see a lot of it. Uh, other than that, good match. Uh, right people held on to the Imperium need to hold on to the titles for as long as possible, um, in my in my opinion, at least until Walter comes back. Uh, due to the lockdown, he's um, currently uh, stuck in Europe at the moment. Uh, then we move on to the Killian Dane versus Damian Priest match. Uh, real big old style hoss fight here. Two big guys. Um, Killian Dane is obviously an Irish wrestler from Belfast. Um, Priest did a really good job of selling the injury he was he uh, picked up in the match against Balor at the um, in your house uh, pay per view and did a good job of selling really good match really hard hitting um, I have to say quite enjoyed it uh, nothing too daft out of it uh, there was a there was a, a bit in the car park afterwards where Priest and 
uh, Cameron Grimes had a run in and the tyres on his car were flat or something like that uh, NXT it's storytelling still not not their strength in certain things but then you go from that and then you had the Undisputed Era so there was two things on the NXT show that popped for me you had the Emporium match with uh, uh, Imperium just hilarious and then you had the Undisputed Era so for those of you who don't know wrestling um, those all side skits where you have someone on a psychiatrist chair and it's like you know uh, a, a psychiatrist with a moustache or a beard and a smoking a pipe and you know tell me what's wrong with you this was hilarious they had Kyle O'Reilly one of the best wrestlers in NXT with a, with a beard a cap on dressed up as he was like, like a 50 or 60 year old fella asking uh, Roderick Strong to describe what was wrong with him so for those of you who are following it Roderick Strong was um, abducted by Dexter Loomis at, a, at the previous um, pay-per-view uh, they got away but now he has a fear of, car- of trunks so anyway they have the skit and at the end of the skit Adam Cole and Bobby Fish are trying to get Roderick Strong to get into the trunk of a car to get over his fear of trunks of cars and instead of getting in he just takes off down the street full pelt sprints away and the two boys are left looking at each other this is some of the, the like it sounds juvenile and it probably is juvenile comedy but it's just performed really well um, you've got four guys who are, are fantastic performers in, especially with Adam Cole longest reign NXT champion um, was a darling on the Indies before he came to the WWE he was in New Japan Ring of Honor he was part of the Bullet Club like so the guy's got you know he, he's got a big reputation before he ever came to WWE and he's kept it up in WWE he hasn't um, fallen away from that character then you have Kyle O'Reilly who I I would love to see Kyle O'Reilly on the main roster for because comedy you get more chance to do comedy on Raw and Smackdown than you do at NXT NXT is the worker brand whereas Raw is more the comedy brand I think he'd get a, he'd get a chance to, to show more of himself there but then again they have a habit of, of, of kind of damaging uh, wrestlers as they get promoted up um, but while we're checking out if you're any bit uh, into a bit of comedy it, it's, it's definitely worth checking out that skit alone um, don't judge us on my, my judgment comedy I just thought I just thought it was really good uh, what else do we have then uh, that was really it from NXT so that's the NXT catch up there wasn't a huge amount of answers that happened that was of interest uh, from NXT then we're going to go to AEW so there was a good bit on the AEW show so we're going to do the quick AEW catch up and that's what we're going to call this every week they're going to be catch ups so catch up on Raw catch up on, on NXT catch up on AEW uh, I'm not going to do Smackdown obviously Smackdown's recorded uh, it's shown on a Friday night so it doesn't go out till uh, Saturday over here I'm not going to wait till Saturday to record it because usually Smackdown um, Smackdown probably could talk about in itself by itself at the moment it's just it's been a very, quite a strong show recently um, there's been a little bit of controversy at the moment it's not a little bit there's been a huge uh, controversy at the moment there's, uh, there's been a lot of, of um, news breaking in England of um, uh, female wrestlers and female performers accusing um, or have made accusations against our male performers and people in the business of um, a certain nature I'm not going to get into it because it is, it's, it's just turned into this huge story at the moment I don't know enough about it and I don't want to do an injustice to anyone to speak about it and also until everything comes out it'll be it'll be daft to have any kind of commentary on it um but it is it's it's turning into a huge huge story um in wrestling and it's also affecting WWE now um it's actually affecting um jordan devon who's an irish wrestler uh, he's been accused he's one of the people who his accusations against um a lot of wrestlers have been stripped of titles by certain promotions because of it and that's it's, it's a huge story and hopefully maybe next week we'll be able to you know 
have a proper uh, conversation about it but at the moment it, it's only breaking in the last day or so so we will we'll stay away from it um so then the aw catch-up we had we started off with the tag team match so we had the tag team champions kenny omega and hangman page against dustin rhodes and cutie marshall now dustin rhodes is a very good wrestler cutie marshall i'm not a huge fan of wasn't expecting a huge a huge amount from the match but Dustin Rhodes, for whatever reason it is, when he gets into the ring with younger guys who are more, you know, hungrier, more talented, or you know, at a, at a higher level, he seems to up his game, and it was a fantastic, fantastic match. Um, Omega and Page. There's a lot of talk about well, when Omega and Page are going to turn on each other. I actually don't want to see the turn. I want to see the two of them leave uh, the Elite and leave the Bucks behind because I, I, Omega is Omega is probably one of the best wrestlers in the world, but these two guys as a tag team is just flawless right now they're so good uh it's so interesting to watch the story is there you, you can see it the back and two between them which is just class like it, it, it's really hard to, to have a job to sell like to, to sell what they're doing you've got two guys who are telling a story just with their facials alone the match that they had against the books earlier in the year has been regarded as one of the best matches uh, tag team matches in the last you know 10 20 30 years whatever and it probably is but i genuinely don't think it was down to the books i think it was more to do with the with hangman page and omega they're they're, they're just fantastic storytellers and i say this come i say this um with the background on page i did not rate page at all when he came to aw because he he, he didn't have a character and now I, I can't get enough of seeing the guy uh, in the ring um in stadium stampede he was the highlight of it for me so like they really are um showing a bit of um just something of a higher like a higher standard in aw at the moment um we had a few other talking points so we had abaddon i believe her name is uh, made her debut on the main roster against anna jay um i don't know a whole lot about her i know she's been on dark and that um i'm not gone on the the look at all the the uh, pupil inserts you know the the contacts the colored contacts i hate it hate on all wrestlers it if you have a red contact and a blue contact, it just it just looks wrong and it and it, and it doesn't add to her. Now, she, other than that, the performance was pretty good. She went over fairly strong. So, like I, you know, we'll check out more of her over the next few weeks. Um, kind of a nothing match. Didn't really, didn't really uh, get much out of it. Um, other matches on the show, we had MJF and Billy Gunn. Again, a bit of a nothing match. It was funny to see uh, Billy Gunn not selling for MJF for certain moves. Obviously, that was what they were. You know, Billy Gunn's a, a big guy, like so, and he's still. Uh, for the age one looks fucking amazing he's kept in really good shape um like you gotta remember mjf is the same age i think uh or around the same age as billy gunn's son uh so there was a huge uh, age gap between these two and billy gunn it looks in peak for, uh, condition as he always has in fairness to him he's never really um uh, let his uh, his body go um in his time away from the ring uh, the main talk point from that was that we had a, a run-in with wardlow and luchasaurus outside the ring after it and mjf and jungle boy can't wait to see Warlow and Luchasaurus go at it properly. Just it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, what else do we have? We had uh, the Young Bucks versus uh, Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian. Uh, nothing match. Um, a bit of a spot fest as usual with the Bucks. Now, I I'm going to give an opinion here. It's not, it's it's not one that is shared by many. Like the the Young Bucks to me are overrated. They have one type of match. And they do it all the time. Now they can tell stories, and they're not limited as wrestlers. They're they're fantastic wrestlers, but their matches tend to be very samey. You've seen one, you've seen them all, and I know that they sell and they tell stories, and they do. 
but so do a lot of other tag teams and the other tag teams seem to, to change and evolve over time and I just to me, if I don't know what it is with them and it could just be that that's the team they're just one, one of those teams that I just can't get behind or the, you know they're not for me this match was again was was a nothing real match for me it was basically just to bring out the revolt or um, whatever they're calling themselves now the FTR or the Re- revolution or whatever basically the two boys that were in the revival in WWE who've now come to AEW um don't really know what's going to happen with this. Uh, obviously, it's going to be the Bucks and them will meet in the ring. And if they put on the best match ever, I will completely um, take back what I said about the Bucks and I will change my opinion. I just don't see it right now. I think you get a better match with Omega and Paige against uh, FTR. Um, and then we had the two best bits of AEW since it's kicked off, like from the start right up until uh, for the whole year. It's pretty much they've, they've stayed strong. And considering that one of these guys wasn't even on the card last year for I think it was uh, Double or Nothing or something I think that was the card he wasn't on so Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara uh, versus the best friends uh, back into a match pretty good like Jericho is seriously moving well for a guy like because he's carrying extra weight now he's not um, he's not as uh, sprightly as he once was but he's, he's still performing a lot of his moves like the, the lights all uh, move off the ropes I, I didn't think Jericho still had that in his arsenal he's still flying around Um but the main talking point of it was, was the finish. So Guevara got tripped by the cameraman and they kind of made it look like it was an accident. Um, but you kind of, if you depending on, on how closely you've seen it, you would have seen that he kind of pulled the leg. Um, it turned out to be Orange Cassidy. Um, obviously this is building for the match between Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho at Fighter Fest. Um, and then there was a bit of a back and two and you know, clear the ring, that usual stuff. Um, yeah, that, that, that's going to be an interesting one to see. I can't wait to see Cassidy against Jericho. I think Cassidy's one of those wrestlers that's a pity that, that the lockdown happened because he's definitely he's definitely um, a wrestler that probably needs a crowd to kind of get the gimmick. It's not, it's, not, it's not one that can be easily offered everyone. Some people won't get it at all, and others will love it. Um, again, didn't get it at the start. Really starting to enjoy it now. So, guys, that's uh, the week that was in wrestling so far. There, like I said, there is a lot of stories coming out where we're not going to get into it um, until it's, you know, the, we're not even going to get into it when it is all out. Uh, we, you know, we might uh, reference it, but uh, it, it's turning into a huge story and it could be a, a much bigger story than we think at the moment. Um, there's been a lot of wrestlers that have been released or have been uh, placed under investigation by different promotions. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, so we get off the that note, we're going to go. So this week we're going to do... Uh, like I said on Wednesday we're going to do the interview with Chris so Chris is going to come on and he's going to talk about a few games uh, like I said we're going to have a quick chat, a chat about everything first and then kind of get into the game side of it um, hopefully then we will have I'm hoping to have other people on in the next few weeks uh, I'm hoping to get uh, Shane on to do um, kind of a Nolan retrospective uh, on his stuff so far just before Tenant gets released I know it's been pushed back so we have a bit of time but I, I hopefully we get that done because um, that, that'll be going um Nolan would be one of Shane's uh, favorite um, directors, so he has a lot. To he'd have a good bit to say in him, and he'd have a you know he'd have a good bit of knowledge of his of his back um, his backlog and movies and that, uh, or his backstory. Um, what else have we got then, guys? So we're going to do the wrestling one. Uh, I'm going to have a look. I might actually do something about the soccer this weekend. Uh, just kind of a the start off the Premier League again. It's just like it's just been announced. You know, not just been announced. We just had the first uh, round of games there in the last couple of days. Um, we'll see what you know what the knock-on from that is. Uh, how else have we got coming up this week? There's not really much wrestling. We've got SmackDown, which we will talk about. I probably will do a quick, um, you know, five, six, seven-minute kind of um, 
uh, chat about SmackDown just kind of a catch up not going to depending on the show it could be a fantastic show I get 20-30 minutes on but at the moment I am doing these by myself and it's a little bit harder to have a conversation when you're literally yourself talking to a mic um, so we will we'll see how it goes with that we will have a quick chat we'll have a, we'll actually do a movie chat this week I think as well uh, later in the week we'll have a good we'll actually even do that with Chris might do might record two episodes with him might do one on the games and one on just kind of a general movie and TV chat uh, stuff we've seen and, and a bit of back and forth on that uh, I am watching uh, for those of you who are uh, Marvel fans the new series of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is up um, so far it's so good it's one of the better seasons that I've seen in a few years so I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it I know it is the last season as well um, but they're putting a lot of effort into it and it's, in, it's enjoyable at the moment um, what else have I seen recently we watched Stargirl the new series not gone on it yet we'll see how it goes and then after that it has that's really been it TV show wise it's been actually an awful lot of podcasts myself um, listening to uh, during lockdown and that's yeah so guys we're going to leave it there uh, I hope you all enjoy it we will talk to you uh, next week like I said this will go out tomorrow and then we'll have another episode out hopefully next Thursday uh, possibly sorry possibly one on Tuesday and one on Thursday the one on Tuesday will be the Smackdown review and we will get Raw on that one as well actually if, if yeah that's probably what we'll do is do the two of those together just to, to so we can kind of put a bit of formula to this uh, then on Thursday we'll have the interview with Chris out about games and so on um, and and then hopefully we might get a few more in the bag. We might get a couple more episodes. So even if I might get a couple done with Chris, um, we might be able to release them, you know, a couple at a time. Um, and that'll hopefully have a bit of a backlog so we can get start meeting people again and start releasing and chatting to more people. Uh, so guys, if you like, please like and share. If you know somebody who might enjoy it, please share it with them. Um, yeah, you can find us on ACAST, guys. That's Shooting the Breeze, Chats About Nothing. Uh, I'm your host, John Mullins, and I'll catch you again next week, guys. Have a good weekend, and I hope you all stay safe.